0: Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I am excellent. Hello, friends. How you doing? Well, listen, I got your book here. And inside your book, come and see, <laughs> you have a chapter that says zero members. Mm-hmm. And so the, the question is, why does Watermark reset its membership every year? You, you say that yeah. every year at January, our membership is zero. Yep. It,
1: well, a couple things, and everybody who watches this knows that uh, I I pastor a church here in Dallas, Texas called Watermark Community Church, nor do they know we probably that I wrote a book called Come and See Everything You Ever Wanted in the One Place You'd Never Think to Look, which talks about um, the community that I'm a part of right here. And, and one of the things that makes um, this community that I'm a part of, this body of Christ, this, this community of uh, believers in the larger universal church of Jesus Christ that gather together to spur each other on, is that uh, we believe membership matters. We did a real truth real quick, which I would really encourage you to listen to, on covenant membership and why it matters, that you really ought to covenant with other believers to seriously run hard after Christ together. And so a corollary to that is this particular um, question here, which is, hey, um, do you really drop all your members every year and reset our membership? In fact, when people say hey, how many people um, you know go to Watermark, that's, that's kind of a weird question. We don't really care how many people go to Watermark. Um, you know, Watermark isn't a place you go to. Watermark is a group of people who together are seeking to respond faithfully to the love of Christ. Um, we do have a facility that we gather in to remind ourselves of the greatness of our God and remember um, how we should respond to him, okay? As the scripture says in Romans 12, 1, I urge you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, to present your lives as living and holy sacrifices acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. In other words, it's the right thing you should do. Live this way in light of all the mercy of God that you've come to know and profess, that Paul talked about in Romans 1 through 11. So, um, you know, I don't know. You know, we just got through Christmas when we are filming this particular one. We had over 20,000 people that were a part of our services uh, Christmas Eve. Um, but our membership right now, we're in January, uh, is almost next to zero. Our membership somewhere in the low hundreds. Why? Because every January we ask every single <coughs> member, Everybody that's already gone through that covenant membership process where we say, we're going to be about these things together, things the scripture says. And I I mentioned that other real truth real quick, this one line. You don't ever want to be a part of a church that adds things to what believers should do that's not in the scripture. And you don't ever want to be a part of a church, okay, that takes away things that scripture says we ought to be serious about in, in the scripture. And so what we do is every year, we just say to everybody, hey, our goal is not to get you to come here. Our goal is to help you to follow Christ. And so let's make sure, okay, um, that what Paul said uh, to the Philippian church, where he said in Philippians chapter 2, make my joy complete at the very end of of verse 1. He said by being of the same mind, by, by maintaining the same love and be united in spirit, okay, intent on one purpose. And so what we try and do is once a year, is we get back together and go, hey, do we all still have the same mind? Are we all maintaining the same love of Christ? Are we all united in spirit and intent on one purpose? And what we ask everybody to do is to do a spiritual self-assessment, all right, where they just... Um, go through and evaluate on their own. Hey, how did I do this last year? At all these things that we said we wanted to be about, and are you committed to doing that again? Right, because we don't want to spend time spurring people on who are like, I don't really want to follow Christ anymore. Yeah, real quick, we're gonna put a link right here to all of those questions. If someone's Great. watching, they want to read the questions. Fantastic. We'll put a link right here. Yeah, so they can see what we do as a community who cares for each other. Now listen. Um, when you have a genuine relationship with Christ by grace through faith all right once saved always saved we believe is what the scripture teaches right you're you're not saved by anything that you do and therefore there's nothing you can do to lose what you were given when you genuinely had a faith in Jesus Christ okay the question might be did that person ever really believe or not and that's another real truth real quick for another time but the scripture says nothing can separate us from the love of Christ Uh, And it has a long list of things, including anything created, which you and I are. So if Christ's love has been covenanted with us, it's never going anywhere. Okay, But that doesn't mean once a member, once radically pursuing Christ, humbling yourself, confessing your sin, um, doing business with other believers, and seeking the kingdom, you're always going to do that. So we just say every year, hey, are you still committed to that? Because we think it's a big deal. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, it says this, Obey your leaders, submit to them for they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account. And what we're doing is every year we're just saying, hey, do you still want us to play this role in your life um, where we care for you? And, and, And in Proverbs it says to know well the condition of your flock. So we are constantly running our fingers through the wool of our sheep, uh, if you will, uh, not just as elders but as members of one another as scripture does. The elders don't evaluate every individual. By the way, as I said, you go through, you take this spiritual self-assessment, and, um, and then what you do is you forward your responses to those that you are in a more intimate community with. I don't get them. Others that, that you are sharing life with on a regular basis, doing the business of, of, of uh, fellowship and koinia with, to them, and you come up with a strategic plan to move forward. Now what I do and other leaders, we take a look at the macro data. How are we doing? at studying God's word, applying it to our life, sharing our faith, all the things, the myriad of things. Again, the link will provide folks to that. But why do we do this? Because we believe, okay, that you matter to God, therefore you matter to us. We believe that you, um, you count, that you matter, and therefore we're holding you accountable. We're not trying to build a mass of people that go to Watermark. We're trying to build um, up the saints, for the work of service so that they would be everything that God wants them to be so that when they stand before the king, they hear the words, well done, good and faithful servants. So when you when you say, I'm not gonna do this, it doesn't mean you're going to hell, it just means you're not gonna pursue heaven with us anymore. And, and at that point, we just say, great, we know now who the folks are that are sheep in this pasture that wanna be shepherded as God has commanded us all to be. This is the church where me, as a follower of Christ, one of God's sheep, I am shepherded and held accountable. And you ought to find one. If you're serious about your faith, All right, you are a member of the body. That means you ought to be connected to a body. All right, You are a sheep. That means you ought to know who your shepherds are. That's why we do it. So we reset at least once every year. Um, as my friend John Ortberg said when he read my book, it was nice enough to write a little blurb about it. He goes, hey man, when's the last time you heard of a church that dismembered and remembered every single member every year. And and he encouraged me because he said that's a good idea. And I think it is. So every year we kinda go, Hey, who is in this again? Who's gonna be intent on this purpose of being a fully devoted disciple and glorifying God in all we do this next year? There you yeah, go.
0: One thing I wanna touch on, let's say you're you're a pastor yeah.
1: out there, you came across this video kinda wondering,
0: you know, what's going on over at Watermark. And, you know, the heart behind that is that you really, it's not, you're not in the office looking at every single person's, every member, no, making I, yeah, a list no, and checking I it twice. Yeah. Yeah. But you care for the sheep, the Everybody heart. Everybody matters. You take it seriously. I would
1: just say this. The day that your church is so big, you don't care if you lose one person, your church is too big. And what we're trying to do is saying you matter and uh, your relationship with Christ matters. So go through, do a spiritual self-assessment. Here's some way you can evaluate the things that you said you want to be committed to. How are you doing? And then I look at the collective data and go, I need to do some teaching on this. I need to up the value here again, and off we go. Hey, we do it because we love you, and we're gonna give an account. And so if you're in a church that doesn't care and all they want you to do is show up, all right? That church isn't serving you. That church is using you to somehow validate them and keep the lights on. I write about that in that book, Come and See. Don't you be a part of that kind of church.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. Hey, listen, um, You know, Todd did mention Come and See. You can grab this wherever books are sold. He talks more about this um, in, in this chapter in more detail. And we'll put the links to the other things that we talked about there in the show notes. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.